0: And the producer Howard's Porky's Project telling Howard 100 News the script for the remake is ready to go. Dan Gross saying it's full speed ahead to make Howard Stern's Porky's this fall. That's true. I watch that and I go, who the fuck would want to be? Bro- I mean, Ryan Seacrest makes a lot of money. What, what, what does he want to be on New Year's Eve doing that dumb fucking show? But he loves that shit. He loves to work. Sure does. I don't. I'm looking to make the most amount of money I can with the least amount with of money.
1: With maybe one job. Thank you
0: <laughs> And uh, you know listen Thank God she's growing up nice She's not getting any of that awkward stage Like that lispy kid Yeah uh, she doesn't look awkward You're right I said there, her Millie we can't tolerate you having some sort of awkward stage you gotta do a brooke shields and just be hot from the time you're a little girl to the time you're a woman oh, yeah. so i wake you. up in the morning i see ralph's bedroom is empty arty I, I realize Art, Artie locks his door at night i don't see well, lucky do you have a thing because what i did was i tried to open the door to see if you were in there because i figured both you guys were gone and then the door was locked uh, I don't remember doing it. Maybe I did it out of habit. Yeah.
1: You lock yourself in at home? Okay, no, not in. in the bedroom, bedroom, but I might have. I was a little drunk myself. I might have locked the. I guess like I locked the, the front door. door. Well, good thing you
0: did because I would have been in your room. Are <laughs> you smart? Who needs you in there? That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Always lock your door at Howard's house. Uh,
0: meanwhile. That's right. You have raised children in the age of the cell phone. Yes, I have. And
2: uh, you find that your kids like to text they do but do you ever text and not get an answer back
0: yeah sure how does that make you feel well i know they're glued to that thing 24 7 yeah even beth does that to me Uh uh-huh like i write her and she doesn't doesn't answer like uh, the one who was in the first spider-man where you play the villain your boyfriend Oh my god, What a You saw him in a play Oh, Willem Dafoe I think he was naked in the play Willem Dafoe Didn't you see him in a play naked? No Someone told me he was in a play once naked And he's uh, well, got a huge that. car I think she's some kind of an editor hey, Gail's Oprah's Ralph <laughs> Oh, that's a good way to put it, right? But, but she um... actually completes things like <laughs> Yes, yeah, she does She does? <laughs> no, I, my theory is And, you know, hey, it's only a theory I ain't saying anybody's a lesbo I don't know I feel those two are in love with each other, and that they do each other, and that they have sex with each other, ah. blown out lesbian <laughs> wow. sex. Ah. So she really is Israel. They rel- travel together. <laughs> you agree, right? I, I totally agree. And I think, I think if that is true, Oprah should come out of the closet.
2: Welcome everybody to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, aka Jim Fix. Still got the cough, but I'm here with someone who makes that cough go right away. Kayla, how are you, my dear?
3: I'm good. I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better anyway.
2: Well, it's something that's, I, I imagine there's a lot of people with similar, not similar issues, but issues as a result of COVID that they're struggling to get rid of. Long COVID, I guess everybody's going to have their own different set of symptoms and odd taste bud changes. That, that's the one thing I, I noticed right away. I didn't lose my taste, but they changed. Certain things tasted wrong. That shouldn't happen.
3: Oh, that's interesting.
2: Yeah. So my it plan. altered my taste buds, but I didn't lose it. like um, um, I was making some like uh, basil stir fry beef with noodles and the beef tasted like <clears throat> almost like it was bad, but it was fresh.
3: Ooh. Wow.
2: And I go like, what did I, it was just salt, pepper, basil, um, and a bit of um, coriander and uh, a bit of lemon, uh, mm-hmm. but or lime rather, and nothing that should have made it taste like that. So I I, I ate it. I wasn't worried, but my, my instinct was like, Jesus, did I regress that bad? <laughs> Am I that shitty cook <laughs> So, <Sorry.
1: laughs>
2: pardon me, guys, if you get a little cough here and there. We are going to go into the Ed Bradley funeral saga. And this one will take at least two parts because there's quite a bit of audio, but we'll let, try to let it go through as much as it, we can. And it takes place in November 27th of 2006. Do you remember hearing this the first time?
3: I do. I do. Yep.
2: And what was and your he- take at that time?
3: Well, even then in this, you know, I heard it in replay because I didn't start listening um,
2: until later. Yeah,
3: right. Until later. And so even even listening into the replay and this was still when I was a fan, I was like, God, what? he's kind of an asshole. Like <laughs> it was it really was he was making it all about him like it was a party. And I yeah. just I was like, oh, oh shit. OK, oh, yeah. I am.
2: This, this is almost something you would expect to hear more recently like in the last couple of years, as opposed to 2006, but it just goes to show you exactly how long it's been since he's been so much of a narcissistic piece of shit and much longer. I mean, let's, let's be honest, but either way, guys, we're going to go right into it and forgive us for some edits here because some of it is just completely extraneous bullshit and we have to skip through. So,
0: uh, that's just a little disclaimer. So here we go today. And a lot of people were, um, sending me email about, uh, they read in the paper that I went to Ed Bradley's memorial, memorial service I was
1: gonna ask you about that because I wasn't around I didn't know
0: if you'd I'll, uh, I'll talk to you about that I got a lot to talk to you about actually
1: they caught such a serious look on your face in in that
2: picture in the paper I mean you really look oh, like, what was
1: he supposed to be I don't know but I mean you Well, you like,
2: gotta have your funeral face you, hey. you know he had a funeral face you on. Don't... <laughs> the human impersonator has to you know be told what to look like at a funeral do you remember it I think Beth had the smart girl glasses on
3: no I don't remember the picture
2: Okay, uh-huh. let me see if I can find it. Hold on, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll make it in, in, as part of the Photoshop. At any rate, they have this so most this, this look on their face that really is about Jesus. How many steps? And hers is, is there anybody here I know? Do I look like appropriate enough at the funeral? As there any, are any designers uh, I can glom from mm-hmm. here. So oh, so gross.
0: <laughs> it was pretty gross. So let's continue, guys.
1: Put that <laughs> funeral face on. They catch you at a moment when that you're picture not taking
0: it. Had nothing life. to do with. It. I walk out of that memorial service. Right. I got 900 paparazzi. I walk, I'm trying to find my car before everyone piles out of there. Right. I can't find my car. So this guy's yelling, oh, come on, give us, picture, give us a picture, give us a picture. I'm already halfway down the block. Mm-hmm. I said to Beth, let's turn around and do She was, we are trying to find a car. I said, let's turn around and do this because these guys are going to be pissed. Let's turn around and do this because we need to
2: be photographed at this thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good catch. Let's turn around and do this. Yeah, it's a thing.
2: Like, like, is is your mind ever at a going to a funeral or a memorial service, as they say? How you look? Like you want to look presentable, but once you've decided you're going out and you just you've decided once you left the house, you, that means you think you're ready. So you don't need to you're not don't need to concern yourself with what you look like once you're out.
3: No, absolutely not. Like you get dressed at home and um Yeah, like you said, you look presentable. And once you get out, it is not about me and my appearance at all.
2: It's meant to be about the person whose memory you're supposedly going to commemorate.
3: Exactly. And their family and their friends um, Mm -hmm. who are left and they're in mourning and upset. And like, it's an emotional (laughs) thing. And even if it's not somebody you're close to, it's still an emotional feeling like...
2: It it should be at any rate, like it shouldn't Mm -hmm. be, um, like um. I remember Don Rickles was talking about his manager Joe Scandori. Joe Scandori, who was, he wasn't a mob guy, but he was he had mob ties. Like the mob was, he could he could get find the right people if he needed to. And he said when he was at the funeral, you know, there was the priest doing the benediction and the you know whatever hymns you could hear in the background and there'd be these guys at the at the front gate going let me in there, let me in, I'm gonna fucking tear your throat out <laughs> <Shit like that. laughs> so those guys that wanted to get in but couldn't because it was only so many people allowed, uh, and obviously mob guys so clearly the two of these assholes are concerned about what do we look like, who are we gonna find there who can we schmooze with, that's him and Beth, it's not even, you, you'd think if for a minute there, maybe Beth is like, well we gotta go, I mean You know, this is he he did a great piece on you and show some respect. And he's also a broadcaster. You're a broadcaster. uh, Just some professional courtesy and go. And also you were asked to attend apparently. So let's pay our respects.
3: Yeah. And but what I feel like probably happened is Mm -hmm. Neither one of them really gave a shit. Neither one of them really <laughs> wanted to go. And she was like, she probably did talk him into going, though, but for different reasons. So? Yeah, I could see him not even caring enough to go. Really. I agree. I agree. Um, so do you think do
2: you think she was like, let's go out there? It's going to be we're going to see some famous people. Yes. Yes, I do. So, do you th- Do you think it was more important to her than to him?
3: Well, once, well, you know, I'm imagining him just being stuffy and just not wanting to leave and leave the house even Absolutely. then. But Absolutely. once she brings up the point, well, just think about all the people that are going to be there and <laughs> think about who you'll see and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And you'll get um, on TV and pictures taken. Oh, yeah. And all that stuff. And then he probably was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's
2: go. Let's go. That, that was it. That was the, that was that sealed the deal.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm
2: jesus don't we don't we all think about that when we're going to some funeral i I turn around and i'm
0: looking for the car that wasn't my funeral face (laughs) (laughs) face. i can't find my fucking car face (laughs) that's a much sadder face than the funeral face for anybody my parents could both be killed i wouldn't have a sadder face that is that is a little ironic now
2: isn't it
3: that one stings a little yeah. yeah, and because
2: guys, by the time this is released, of course, this we've just found out in the last, <clears throat> I don't know, three, f- the weekend, I suppose, that Ben Stern has apparently passed away. But Wiggy doesn't make an announcement. He does an interview with Dan's papers that Hampton's fly by night penny saver painting bullshit um, publication where he his sketches seem to get, you know, full, uh, full coverage and his tracing and then he mentions it so casually, like matter of factly, like uh, he died a few weeks ago. Nobody would have known. We, I, I never heard before this weekend before that thing came out.
3: Now, there was some talk. There was a rumor about three weeks ago. And I don't oh, remember really? who po- there was. And I don't remember exactly who posted it in you guys' Facebook group. But mm-hmm. um, somebody did. And there was a little bit of a discussion on did he pass away? Did he? Well, now looking back. Yeah, I think he did. And that rumor was true. Mm-hmm. Um, but that article was so strange the way he worded it, and he was like, I recently lost my father. And so I'm part of me wonders did he do that in advance for it to be released afterwards because it was so unemotional and just mm-hmm. bizarre. Yeah. Or if it was done current and he's saying recently. Why pick that magazine to talk to?
2: I have no idea because uh, number one, I'm surprised he mentioned it in the interview. First of all, mm-hmm. uh, it's because he would want to break that news on the show. But of course, if if Ray, if sorry, Ben dies, in uh, we're gonna say early July. OK, or, or you know, mid mid-July and he can't go on the air until September, like after Labor Day or just before Labor Day. I can't remember exactly when it's going to be. And what's he going to do in those three weeks? Is it like it, it's going to come out someone if he if he didn't say it, I'm sure someone was going to out it on some type of social media somewhere. These things always get out.
3: Right. Yeah, I agree. It's strange it's, it's so, strange.
2: So, but you're, yeah, in terms of him not being so blasé about it, uh, and this is the running bet I had going with um, Bob, what's it going to be like when his parents go? Now, it's only one, not both, but um, he, of course, he's going to make it all about himself. But, uh-huh. uh, and th- and in that interview, that's exactly what it was. I recently lo- lost my father, so I'm going to commemorate him by sketching some sheds that have been, that are decaying and, and you know, what the fuck?
3: He's so weird. Wouldn't you sketch, (laughs) like, a Nathan's hot dog
2: stand on, on, you know, wouldn't you sketch something that meant something to Ben?
3: Right. Or, like, a recording studio with, like, a, a male silhouette there, like he's in there recording or something of that nature. A shed? Or a picture
2: of him. Like, to get a picture of Ben and sketch your... You know, your by hand, your interpretation of him or, you know, your version of your sketch version of him, something that was a little more personal than a bunch of fucking (laughs) decaying pieces of wood.
3: Right, it's so weird.
2: Yeah, so I mean, had good luck trying to interpret all this, guys. But either way, go. Let's go back to the Ed, the Ed Bradley funeral. Respect it must
0: be paid. When I can't find my car,
1: stop. I'm it. telling you right now. Right. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you the truth.
1: That was your Ed Bradley face. Take it. <laughs>
0: well, um, yeah. So I got a lot of email. People complaining. Oh, I'm sure. That, uh, why weren't you at Gary's father's <laughs> funeral? Oh,
3: stop it. Went all the way back there.
0: They went all oh, here. Here's the guy on the phone. Oh, hey, I saw Pete. that coming up 6-7. Hey, Pete, I mean? you're on the air in Pittsburgh. Howard. Yeah, he's, he's on the phone. He goes, why good did
2: old, you go to... Good old Pittsburgh Pete, always ready for a good fucking sweep the leg.
0: Here we go. At Bradley's funeral night. Gary's father. Like it was a choice. Bradley's more important. <laughs> yeah, no, so Why would I, Who's Gary's father? This <laughs> <laughs> is some fucking ice cream truck guy. I don't know him. Hardly knew him. There wasn't anybody good there.
1: It is a big deal to the fans.
0: Huh? I don't give a shit what what fucking fans think. I, 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 dude, I told you. First of all, Gary, I was never going to Gary's father's funeral. I was going to Gary's father's wake. And on my way there, my girlfriend broke her foot and I was in the emergency room all day. Can I make a point? I was in the emergency room all day for a broken foot.
3: Right. I don't believe that for a second. I don't, you know, I kind of question if she even broke her foot at all
2: well i don't know like she wore a booty at that polo match the next day or uh, like the the following week i can't remember i mean it, it, these these facts get conflated after a while mm-hmm. and eventually it's like well the same day she went you know to a rave and uh, she was at you know the Reading festival uh, you know stage diving um but in in actual fact i can't remember exactly the turn or turnaround when the wake happened and when he you know he he caught all that flack for that deservedly so um and i'm trying to think of comparatively what happens what people do in these situations like gary i i, I think he ended up sending some kind of deli plat like a deli platter you know with something what what jewish funerals are supposed to get like a, a, mm-hmm. a some kind of i don't know exactly what it is kosher kosher platter or something like that. You're supposed mm-hmm. to do it um, with uh, an Italian, like a, or uh, a Catholic wedding. I have no idea what, oh, sorry, Catholic um, funeral service or wake. I have no idea if there's something similar. Um, but uh, maybe he did send something. I'll have to listen to that audio again, but he got shit loads of flack for not going to Gary's dad's wake.
3: He did. And he did deserve it. And mm-hmm. I, look you have been with gary at that point for what 35 years ish somewhere around there
2: 30 maybe let's 2005 let's do the math 15 going back well like 20 years i would say 20 years okay
3: well you know regardless Mm -hmm. gary's an integral part of the show they're all close Mm -hmm. he's you know he's one of the the four i'd say he's Mm -hmm. right after fred yep um and uh it's just something that you do because you care about Gary. You didn't have you to ca- know his father.
2: If you care about him, which obviously he doesn't.
3: Exactly, He mm-hmm. doesn't. And what he just said right there about, I don't give a shit about him. He's just some ice cream truck driver. That was truth.
2: Yes. And also, fuck the fans. Who was is, who is I going to see at Gary's father's wake? Nobody.
3: Exactly. And he yeah. did not go because he did not want to go. End of no. story. End oh, of yeah. story.
2: So should we end it here?
3: <laughs> yes. Bye. <laughs> bye,
2: everyone. <laughs> Guys, you're not going to get away with the 17-minute episodes. We certainly aren't.
0: So we'll continue.
1: You knew Ed Bradley for, what, three days? You knew Gary's
0: father for a long time. Hank the Dwarf uh, continuously Yeah, I got a Hank the Dwarf thing. Hank was, oh, I think so Hank, you didn't go to Hank's either? Hank was in Pittsfield, Massachusetts <laughs> to go fly uh, in for it. No, I was in the city, and I, I was invited by... Um, um, Ruth Streeter and the widow of Ed Bradley to come to this mem- whatever her fucking name is
2: the widow like you just she doesn't have a name anymore it's just the widow mm-hmm.
0: yeah memorial service i thought, thought it would be a very interesting thing to see thought it'd be interesting to talk about and also i liked ed bradley very much
2: the third thing of those things was i like him very much the first thing was mm-hmm. i thought it would be interesting to see um and i thought it would be uh, fascinating so again I've never been to a memorial or a funeral I didn't want to be at, and I mean well, I didn't want to pay my respects somewhere. Like I'm not talking work situations. Someone I'm talking about any time I had to go to a wake or a funeral, I cared about the person who passed away.
3: Exactly, or you, or you cared about your friend, or or whoever. Um, you may have not have known personally the person who passed away, but you're going but you're, because you you're care. supporting
2: someone. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So either scenario. Yes. Look, nobody wants to go because they're they're horrible. They're hard and they're they're difficult to to well, be in. But that's it. You know, right. But you go because you care about people and that's how you show that you care. And there really is something to the human connection during during those times. Yeah. You all come together and there really is a feeling there of love and support, even though it is a sad time.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it's very rare you get one of these Mediterranean funerals where uh, people are just, you know, falling all over the uh, the coffin or grabbing it and, you know, like uh, uh, crying and, and screaming. They're wailing. You know, I've been to all kinds, actually. And the, the creepiest was um, the the, la- the lady when I was a young, when I was a really young kid, the lady who bi- babysat me and pretty much every kid in the neighborhood. She was widowed really early. Her, her husband died maybe 52, 53. He was really young when he passed and she just wanted a busy house. So at some time, at some points, there were like 20 kids in the house, including a couple infants. And she was babysitting them all, mostly because a lot of the uh, kids had had parents that couldn't afford a daycare or whatever. And she was was wonderful with kids. She really was fantastic. And I went to her wake and they had, of course, the body on display. And I couldn't look at it uh, because I'd seen her when she was still alive the last time. And I wanted to keep that memory of her in my mind before she passed so for me it's a little freaky but i had to go like i i didn't i didn't want to not go
3: right i um so. i've been unfortunately to many funerals and mm-hmm. um it is something to walk up there and see the body of someone that you knew and you loved and they don't look right like mm-hmm. something you know something's just off or whatever so i i yeah. get that that is a very difficult thing
2: to mm-hmm. do yeah for sure and this was just – and he'll tell you it's just a memorial. There's no body on display. It's not like you're going past uh, Ho Chi Minh's body uh, that's been preserved or, you know, um, you know, <laughs> Kim Jong – I don't know if Kim Jong uh, – I, I don't know if um, Kim Jong Il's uh, uh, body is being preserved. Pardon me. I know that um, – uh lennon i believe uh you can go into the kremlin and see there's like two hours a day where you can go and see the body you can walk through but you can't take pictures of it and all that stuff i find it creepy as fuck that kind of oh. state preserving Ooh, it's creepy it's,
3: it's so just, creepy just oh a my god
0: much and um uh, i would have been at gary's father's uh, wake or whatever the hell that is Except, and I wouldn't have been at Ed, Br- if Beth broke her foot on the way to Ed Bradley's, I would have Somehow gone to the hospital she with kept
2: her. herself upright
0: for yes. Ed Bradley. Right. She didn't break her foot for Ed Bradley. She made
1: sure not to go to the polo match the day before Ed Bradley's. <laughs> it, it, you know what? When she it's hurt, a ridiculous she notion. She had to go
0: to Gary's viewing. She broke It's not her. like I wasn't going to Gary's father's viewing. I was I'd on rather, my way there. I'd
1: rather break my yeah. foot. That's fine. But when
0: it comes to Hank the Dwarf, that guy gave you years. Oh, of- shut the fuck up. When it comes to Hank the Dwarf, yeah, I'm going to fly to Alaska to go to Hank the hey, door. Bradley, then. You didn't know him personally. Ed Bradley was in Manhattan and I was in Manhattan and I decided to go. I, I thought it'd be an interesting thing to because I miss Gary's father.
2: So he was in the neighborhood. That's that's another reason to go to someone's fucking memorial or some, some somebody's funeral.
3: Yeah, that I'm just not getting it. I'm not. Something's off with it. He was on his way and she broke her foot. What? Like, where was she, though? Well, she wasn't with the- him
2: well i mean she, she i think she was but she stumbled or something and supposedly oh, you know like that was the I whole gotcha. thing but here's my question to you uh let's put yourself in again it's i guess we can't apply our own lives to this but we're going to try anyway you and your husband are on your way to a, a service some some something similar and he breaks his leg some freak uh, yeah. fall or the triggers a garden hose and you don't know it's there boom it happens uh, so it's just a broken leg or it's just a broken foot. You do you like, obviously you want to make sure he's taken to the hospital and he's getting medical treatment and all that or a clinic or whatever. Uh-huh. But wouldn't your husband be the first one to say one of us has to be there. So you go on ahead. I'll, I'll just tell them I, this happened and they'll see me later with a fucking broken, like a cast and they'll know I wasn't full of shit.
3: Right. Um, yeah, because I think th- especially if it's somebody that's like an important figure in whatever way, um, which if you're going, I mean, I'm going to assume that they are in some mm-hmm. some fashion. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We actually had something similar to that happen. Um, it wasn't a funeral, but it was like a, it was like a couple shower or something. And he he pulled he was opening something and pulled the knife the wrong direction and it cut his eyebrow like really oh, bad really bad okay, really to bad. The, okay. It, yeah to the bone it was uh-huh. it was bad and um in that even he was like because he could still drive and everything it was like you go i'm going to go to urgent care and mm-hmm. i'll just see you at home so even something as that's not as important as a funeral that did actually happen and he was like go ahead and go without me i mean it's not life or death it sucks you want to make sure they're okay but I don't know. Dying is, is a one-time thing,
2: but he's, you know, you, he stressed to you. You got to go.
3: Yeah. That, yeah. That, because that it was important.
2: Kind of wouldn't, mm-hmm. if she was any kind of human being, like this is what, this is where I guess there's some, some kind of ground that we're treading. That's, that's not right. But she wouldn't, if she was any kind of human being, wouldn't she insist on to him
3: saying, you got to go. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Of- of course, of course, especially because I don't think, first of all, I don't think it was broken anyway. She probably sprained it. Sprained it, yeah. Right. And so just, be, just on that alone, why would she need him there? I mean, yeah. there are plenty of other people that could come and just sit there with her. Um, mm-hmm. And secondly, I don't think it was all day. And, you know, good and fucking well, Howard is not sitting in a hospital all day long, funeral or not. He would have fucking left her there. Oh,
2: yeah. Somebody else was going to take her. There's no way he's going with her.
3: Right. So I just uh, think it's all BS.
2: Is, is, is uh, you know, fucking Trapper John M.D. going to be at the hospital so he can get his autograph? Or is, you know, uh, right. Jack Klugman, you know, Quincy going to be there? No way. Doogie Howser. The
3: cast of E.R. John exactly.
2: look there's there's dr mark green so yeah if sherry's Drinkfield ain't there fucking setting her leg he's not going to be there yeah john stamos maybe exactly or uh, what's her name um or or the cast of chicago hope or some shit so (laughs) say it elsewhere maybe
0: howie mandel so let's play a little more Funeral. My girlfriend broke a foot. I should I never go to another funeral.
1: The bigger point about this is <laughs> to your celebrity, Howard. And what? I, you know, you always put down Oprah Winfrey for hobnobbing with Tom Cruise, et
0: cetera. <laughs> Look at you now. You got. Well, that's right. I'm a big celebrity. I like to be. Oprah Winfrey, Negro
1: from the south.
0: The- and you should turn off your radio because I'm going to talk about Ed Bradley's
1: funeral. Stewart, Barbara Walters. The people you're
0: dealing with now are the people. <laughs> Oprah deal with. Okay. It's- this is the guy yeah. who called last week about
1: it. Pissed me off. This is the Pittsburgh kid who's going to be a big movie. And uh, radio
0: star. Oh, he's right. I'm oh, a is big
1: movie guy. Who wants to be on the radio. Uh, he's a radio guy. Yeah,
0: I want to. I want to get tight with Ed Bradley's crowd.
2: <laughs> now, I love Pittsburgh's Pete's calls because he always mixed it up. He always and he took. He gave them the needle when they needed to get it. Totally. Mm-hmm.
3: He did, and he's. You know, I get the the. Um, what's his name, Hank? That was kind of a whatever. But then he goes on to talk about. um, Gary's dad, and then now mm-hmm. the way he's talking about Ed Bradley, it's like yeah, he's like really sticking it to him and giving him some very good points. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Back in the day, they actually allowed it.
2: You know. Well, the other thing is, uh, yeah, totally. Now that would be verboten. But <clears throat> the other thing is, like with Hank the angry, angry dwarf, uh, I think that one, that one's uh, you wouldn't expect him to go to any Whack Packers funeral. However, you would expect if he. Got so much out of them, so much coverage, so much, you know, like air, you know, bits over the years that the very least he would donate something or pay for the not necessarily pay for the funeral, but make it a little easier for the family. Uh, something to show, like, here's five grand or something like that. Something, right. it doesn't have to be a big thing, but uh, they would totally appreciate it. And other people would be arguing, well, no, didn't they pay the the whack pack when they would come in? Yeah, the sponsors with sponsors' money he never dropped a dime on a fucking uh, Whackpacker. there's no way
3: right right yeah
2: so um, and with hank god the amount of video they had, there is on hank unbelievable mm-hmm. yeah. there's a lot yeah yeah, yeah. and you would, and and knowing him if he did do something for hank i guarantee he would be crowing he would be talking about it night and day
3: <laughs> he sure would he would be talking about it and um, it, no, now that's a good point though because it made me think of eric mhm i imagine he did nothing for them either and Eric was I know Hank was before my time but I know how big of a character he was would you would you say Eric was on the same level or was he
2: (sighs) I'd say more because there was so much more Eric on the cutting room floor. I mean, the fact is if you put in, you look at some, some guys have already done it on YouTube and put, gone ahead and put together compilations of Eric, the midget stuff, which I, 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 there's a certain amount of Eric, the midget stuff that I like and other stuff I find is just, it was, uh, it seemed a little um, made up like phony mm-hmm. shit for the mm-hmm. air. And especially when Johnny yeah. Frado became part of it. And yeah. then also it just literally went from being 15 minutes on the air to 40 minutes on the air with Eric, the, the midget and then almost yeah. close to an hour. And at, there was getting a point where like, why don't you just call it the fucking Eric, the midget show and give him your salary and you mm-hmm. uh, go on stick him or whatever the fuck it was. So he crutched on Eric so much that when he did pass away, I remember thinking, you know, now John the stutterer is smarter than all these people because he would refuse to go on after they realized he realized, well, they're not paying me like they they I'm not getting shit from this. And right. you know, but they're going to pay Ralph for doing his show? No, fuck this. This is all crap. And mm-hmm. so um yeah, Eric the Midget, you figure he at least deserved a gravestone from the show.
3: Something. Yeah. Anything. Yeah.
2: yeah. So uh he so it's and, and it's only because he was around for a lot longer and lasted so much longer. Hank was a good stretch but he died pretty pretty well uh, he wasn't eric there's was just more eric out there in the in the archives than there is hank but hank was absolutely a, a home run almost every time <laughs> so let's keep going
0: no, i mean I, I speak for the people however you don't know? you don't speak for anybody yes i i know you don't pete you don't speak for anybody
2: <laughs> it doesn't matter speak for yourself
0: pete, You're pete. Rich. i'm not i understand oh now it's about rich he does he gets mad this kid it's like you think yeah. we're, we're not it's nothing against you Well, anyway. All right, Pete. Well, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a sellout. What can you do? I will
1: say that Ed Bradley's memorial service was probably
0: much more interesting than (laughs) Gary's Gary's week. I would like to say that Artie Lang abused Dana so much, he's starting to look like him. (laughs) What? Look like who? Artie. Are you starting to look like who?
1: No, Dana's starting to look like Artie. Start, get out of here. I was on the internet. I looked at it
0: like I. Oh, please. It. You should be lucky enough to fuck Dana. <laughs> Asshole. All right, anyway, he can really get under your skin.
1: Yeah, he can. So, it's like, uh, that guy better not represent people because I'm getting off the earth.
0: So, anyway, uh, this is so shallow. And I know everyone's going to come down on me and all this shit. But, you know, hey, fuck you. I don't care anymore.
3: be
2: that's the that's the the truest thing he's probably said in the last twenty five years.
3: Mhm. It is, it yeah. is, and I I don't know what or why this is the moment where he is allowing himself to be completely unfiltered and truthful.
2: I, I'm curious about that myself. What do you think it is? What do you think? Do you think it's j- literally just one of those days where he said "fuck it"?
3: I don't think so. I think he's just so full of himself mm-hmm. at this time just really full of himself mm-hmm. and is like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to say whatever I want. And also in his truth, he's able to degrade others. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so that probably gives him a little bit of a thrill as well to be so interesting. Truthful. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and, and as a result, this is actually good, it really in, in essence, he's shitting on Ed Bradley in death. Because his funeral, like, it pissed him off. Like, this memorial service, you're going to find out, guys, basically he doesn't get the seats, he doesn't get front row, and Oprah does, and that pisses him off. And that's, (laughs) you know, this is one of those things where, uh, if you were a fan, like we were, Super X Super fans, there are certain things where you just can't actually give him a pass on, and this is one of those things. Not that I had any great love for Ed Bradley or 60 Minutes. I enjoyed certain I, – I liked Mike Wallace. I was a Mike Wallace fan. And Ed Bradley was fine. But, you know, that show was hit and miss. It depended on the subject. And that Howard piece was one of the worst things I'd ever seen. We covered it. I mean it was it was edited to, sh- edited to shit. And mm-hmm. it was just a huge puff piece and, you know, just nonsense. Especially when him and Beth are on the camera.
3: Yeah, it was. And, you know yeah. – he's sitting here shitting on this guy. Like Ed did it Ed yeah. put it all together.
1: Yeah. You know, him. he
3: orchestrated it. And so, yeah, Howard's like, fuck this guy. Well, yeah. you weren't going for him in the first place. So it really wouldn't have mattered who had passed away. We oh, still certainly. have the same scenario here.
2: So here, here we go. Ben's dead. Now we have uh, a couple weeks before he gets back on the air, at least maybe three weeks, give or take. Um, when he starts talking about his father, which he will, he'll have to. Mm-hmm. How bad do you think the abuse gets? I
3: think it gets bad. Um,
2: do you think he because... even makes a pretense at making it like a memorial, and then just can't he help himself, and then starts shitting on him? Or do you I think do. he do you th- do you think he just goes straight into fuck him?
3: No, I think because he is still a little bit. Um, Wanting to look like the doting son or whatever, mm-hmm. there might be a little a little bit of that in the beginning because he's the victim and ha- look at me how I take care of my parents and mm-hmm. I you know blah blah blah. So it might start in that direction, but I think it's it will swiftly shift in another direction. <laughs> okay. It, starting at the funeral, the memorial, how shitty it was, and thing you know whatever, how much money he spent on it, etc.
2: All right. So we're going to have we're going to have to have some kind of pool, like some over under. How many minutes before <laughs> he turns the knife?
3: Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to go and we'll
2: and we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it in increments of like um, uh, the first five minutes, second five minutes, 15 minutes in 10, like le- more than five, less than 10, that kind of thing.
3: Yeah, that's perfect. We should well, do that.
2: Okay, what would you like? We'll put it on the on the Facebook thing as well. But what would you say offhand? What do you? How? What time? How much time before you think he goes right into it?
3: Six minutes. He can't last. I don't think he can last long.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go. God, this is so tough because I'm thinking, like two.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true too.
2: Or like within the within the six minutes of seemingly you know, um, mm-hmm. eulogizing his father in a sweet, well, I can't believe I'm using that word in this on this show, the sweet manner, um, <laughs> there's going to be some dig. So that technically would be mm. minute, you know, minute, I don't know, one and a half.
3: That's true. That's true, too. So I can
2: see
3: oh, him going, you know, wow, I was, you know, in that gross right, voice. Right, it, just, it just has to be the
2: tone, <laughs> the tone shift. It doesn't have to be like, yeah, you know, he passed away, but fuck him. It doesn't have to be that right. abrupt. It could be You're simply right. like, it could be like, yeah, so I'm exhausted. I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to funeral service for dad three weeks ago. And like, if it goes at minute one, that's a, mm-hmm. that's got to be a kind of record, but that would be, to me, that qualifies.
3: Yes, exactly. I agree. I agree totally. Yep.
2: Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll make, we'll make a little, I don't know when we'll do it, but maybe this weekend we'll do it just for the fuck of it, just to to see where people are, and then I'll I'll bump it and bring it back for right before he comes back. So because there's some people might be on vacation, they might miss it. So
3: be honest with us. What, so what
0: you're ta- we I, you know, we're going to Ed Bradley's uh you know, I, what happened was uh I, I I liked Ed Bradley when he interviewed me and I thought he was a real
3: <laughs> You're laughing <laughs> I know, He's like well, what had happened was, uh, let me think of something to say here, because right, I'm right. about to give you some bullshit. <laughs> let me think about it.
2: <laughs> well, shouldn't shouldn't that be? And that's the whole thing. If he's if he's legit sad, or if he's legit cares about the guy, wouldn't that be the first thing out of your mouth?
3: Yes, of course it would. Poor, Ed. oh, poor Ed. I hate to hear that he passed away.
2: It was so Blah. depressing to hear about yeah. this. Yeah, we heard he was battling this or whatever. Yeah. Now, in this case, yeah. it was more like, beep, 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 uh, 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 display, display emotion of deceased, you know, program. You know. file,
3: searching, well, yeah. searching.
2: <laughs> Loading. <laughs> Yeah. emotion loading <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shit
0: Christ really nice guy I had an interesting experience when I went back to my hometown Roosevelt and he was very very uh, good with me that day and uh, you know I liked him so right. uh, I- Howard had the look on him like
2: it was right after it's has that you've spun the kid like you've done pin the tail on the donkey and you take the blindfold off uh, I, I, I don't really recognize it I must have uh, the worst fucking acting on the planet
3: Oh, my God. Awful. Awful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Anybody want to look at it, look at the 60 plus 34 uh, show we did early on in the inception of QF. It's on YouTube. It's free. And you'll see it for yourselves. And and even the the 60 minute segment might be independently on there on YouTube. Just look for yourselves and you'll see what we mean. I've, I've become
0: friendly with Ruth, who is Ed's. Producer of 25 years. She seemed really nice. She's a great lady, great woman. So she I contacted her to see how she was doing when Ed Bradley died. She said, we're having this memorial service. Would you like to come? And I I said, sure, I I would. I would. I would like to come. I don't think I can, though. I'm going to be away.
2: Um, I thought he was in the neighborhood.
3: Right. Right.
2: What happened to that? I'm going to be away. Oh, okay. Plans change, guys. Yeah, okay, fine. Let's Uh find out.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, as it worked out, I wasn't away that day. So I said, I'm going to go over. And uh, it'll be an experience to really uh, sort of see what goes on there and all that. And, you know, reflect or whatever.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Reflect or whatever. Whatever you do. Whatever you do. But, yeah, yeah. the first thing out of his mouth. It'd be interesting to see what goes on there. Yeah, i like to like I guess
2: people begin to crying and shit, you know, like fuck yeah. that. Like I don't know. Yeah, whatever. What goes on?
3: Whatever.
2: Yeah, anything else, Robin?
3: Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty 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 much. <laughs> okay, next clip. Here we go, guys. <laughs> I I didn't pay enough attention to all that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I decide to go to Ed Bradley's b- memorial service. And uh, I know it's highly controversial. I should never go to another memorial service, so I can go back in the time machine and get, and get somehow get to Gary's father.
1: And apparently, Hanks. <laughs> and Hank, <laughs> That's yeah. a big deal. Hey, did you do a big sign of the cross at that Bradley's thing? <laughs> no, was it, it, your
0: but, knees. it's not like the body was there. It was just a memorial service. The funeral had yeah. already. That's prepared. better anyway. Who the fuck needs that? So, uh, so, so we go, and I called Ruth Streeter, who is the producer of you know Ed Bradley's pieces for 25 years, and I said, you know, we're going to come.
2: I'm sure she going like. I'm sure she did like a like a cartwheel after she heard that.
3: Oh God! Yeah, right off the side of a building. Could you so imagine?
2: He, here's the other thing. So he called her that he wasn't invited.
3: <laughs> hmm. Because what I was going to say, and yes, to that point, I bet you anything. He heard uh, who was going to be there. He heard Oprah was going to be there. Hmm. He heard. I mean, whoever, Joan Rivers, I don't know, was going to be there. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then his brain started going, well, mm-hmm. if they are going to be there, I want to be there. So he called up Ruth uh, because he's so friendly with her and probably faked some care and concern yeah. for her. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. And... Uh, you think and he did the that. Amber
2: Heard squint and they're like?
3: <laughs> of course he did. And he just. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
2: sorry guys, this ain't you a visual. So but much. I'm doing my best uh, Amber Heard squeeze cheese fucking look on the toilet. And 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 uh, yeah, you're right. There, there. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I guarantee it was one of those. Let's see if I can get in.
3: It absolutely was. So I don't know if because of that call, she was like, you should come, Howard. Yeah. Or if he offered, you know, because that's what polite people do and whatever. Or if he was like, I would love to come. Who knows? But I guarantee his plans changed, quote, because he decided to go to this instead of what whatever the other thing was.
2: There was um, when um, Dean Martin, as everybody knows, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis were comedy, like a comedy partners for 10 years and then they split up and they had nothing to do with each other for decades. And then they, you know, there's an infamous uh, meeting on the telethon that Frank Sinatra brings Dean on and they have this big embrace or whatever. And um, then like a decade later, Dean's son dies in, um, he was a pilot and his plane flew into a mountain and he, and he he and he was killed. And Jerry went to the service, but he went in at the back. He didn't announce that he was coming. He just went to you know, just pay his respects. And Dean didn't see it, but his manager did. So he mentioned to him, and he said, "I saw, I saw Jerry at the funeral." And then Dean goes, "Like, uh, get, get him on the phone." And he wanted to talk to him, and just and they went in, and he went into his office, and they talked for about an hour. And um, uh, and then the, the manager asked, you know, what Jerry had to say, and you know, like what what happened. And he he just he just said, we we just talked, you know, and that that was. That's what you show. Like you don't wave any flags. Mm-hmm. Howard would be that guy with yeah. a fucking circus tent on top of his limo saying, mm-hmm. I'm here, you know, let the, the let the fucking let the party begin. Mm-hmm. And wanting uh the most ostentatious kind of uh, you know, where do I like oh God, put me up in the front row. Give me those Nick's tickets at this fucking soiree.
3: <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. And, you know, think about, too, like we know that Jerry Lewis is kind of like he's a little
2: He's an asshole. Right?
3: Yeah. Exactly. But Mm -hmm. even he has enough humanity within him Mm -hmm. to go and pay his respects quietly.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and, and with, with yeah, like dig, dignify to, to dignify someone and mm-hmm. who's lost who's lost someone that must in knowing what it must mean to them, even though Jerry was mm-hmm. indeed a, a pretty much of a shit to his own kids and his yeah. wives. Um, and that's that's documented. That's not just me. And I was a fan. Don't get me wrong, guys. It's just, you know, I can separate the performer from the actual human behind all that bullshit. And so either way, yeah, you go into this thing quietly and you just pay respects you don't make a big thing if you're seated at the back with the garbage men or if you're seated at the front it's worse at the front actually if you're at the front you're everybody's going to be seeing what your reaction you can imagine him looking at his watch pulling out a chess book uh you know uh, sniffing on some fucking almonds and like eating that them like a chipmunk in the front because his energy
0: levels are low come on so a little bit more it was good I, you know in fact Ed um, Bradley's uh, widow we even mentioned that maybe you'll be there and uh, uh, I'm really glad you're going to be there Ed really was very fond of you I said well I feel the same and I, and I would like to honor him and you know remember him so you know I get I said hey, do I need to be there at a special time because I was <laughs> oh my god
3: <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> oh my god.
2: What does he think is gonna be a fucking Indian wedding? Is it gonna be three days oh. of memorial?
3: Well, in my mind, I'm thinking a special time. What for right. you? Like cause you're gonna be honored because you showed up here., yeah. and then second part, yeah, the same fucking time as everybody else, Howard. Like, yeah, yes. it starts at a time, right. Yeah. Yo, you
2: mean you mean I gotta mingle with other people there?
3: <laughs> right. God. But-
2: like, can we have? Is there the VIP memorial? And then, now, granted, people like John Candy, who I loved, had a service in LA and he had a service in Toronto, but he was interred, I believe, in California. But either way, he had two services because there were people from either side of the country that wanted to memorialize him, and he was such a big part. I'm surprised there wasn't something in Chicago as well. And um, that makes perfect sense. But for someone to have a memorial service, but there's like, okay, this is the um, VIP meet and greet version and this
3: <laughs> oh like there's the velvet rope section Exa- up exactly. front you know do you oh want a signed
2: program do you want a piece of the
0: piece of his uh here's, his ashes
3: here's some champagne
0: yeah totally mm-hmm. driving in from the hamptons uh-huh. and i said is you need a ticket you know in other words how do
3: you get in
2: so i was in the neighborhood i was driving in from the hamptons excuse me what that, that, that was his original thing, and Artie's going to call him on it. Oh, just hold on. Oh, good.
0: I know there's going to be people. She goes, Listen, there's a VIP section. You get there, you'll go in. It, it, it's all set up. Don't, you know, you know, it's everything fine. So, I There I was are no of, tickets. Well, it was vague. <laughs> like, I wasn't really sure. There's a back entrance. You go in there, and that's where you enter. There, from. there
1: should be tickets. Apparently, it was a Bill Cosby stand <laughs> oh, <Really? laughs> oh, up gig. Like uh,
0: no, he didn't. And I'll really? tell you something Bill Cosby. The, the, I'll get into the memorial. So the memorial service was too long. But <laughs> they it, all are. There were some beautiful speeches and things. If the thing had been cut by forty minutes, it would have been the most perfect remembrance. By the time it was over, you you wouldn't you care. Hated it, you hated it, Bradley. <laughs> You're starving. It's already one thirty. Well, it's hard to believe people don't get that too. And like, Bradley you know, a complete inconvenience now. But yeah. Bill Cosby was really good and didn't drone on because I said about to get ready for a droning session. It sounded like he did. Oh, on, no. the, on the radio. No, he didn't. He didn't. He was good. He was good. Did
1: they air this live or were these just clips?
2: I heard clips on the
1: radio.
0: I had a feeling it might have been on New York One or something. I don't Uh know. So here
2: we go with a major projection here, guys. And I don't know why someone would make make this observation if they didn't have race on their mind constantly. But here we go.
0: So I get there and you get to the service and there's a special entrance. And I go in and it's all black people running the whole thing. Because a black church, really, Ooh. and no it's not Riverside it's Church. Not? is not a black church. Boy, I, there's a black a it's reverend a black
1: minister yeah. who runs it now. But it has been—it's a very liberal. Oh yeah, it's a very
2: well-known church and white people and a lot of white people. Is that why in the fuck is this being discussed?
3: Why is it even something you notice? Yeah, honestly, and why make a point to say it if you did notice it even?
2: That, well, that's, that's kind of my whole thing. Like, aren't you the one like, uh, so th- this is one of those reasons why to explain to people that just don't fucking get it. Uh-huh. When, if, 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 some guy, let's say a guy hits the back of your car, drives in and he comes out and it's a black person. If your first, if your first thought is something other than asshole, then you got a problem. Like, what an asshole, mm-hmm. because that's all you should be thinking about. Not oh, right. all you know, that fucking so-and-so, whatever you think of some slur like Sal might do. Um, but yeah. he that's how Howard thinks. That's why mm-hmm. we say he's racist, because he's got race on the brain all the fucking time. And this isn't for uh-huh. some joke. This isn't some yuck he's making right now.
3: Uh-huh. He's being for real. Like, yes. it was a, a big Observation for him so much so that he's still sitting with it. Yes. days after and has to say it has to.
2: And and even if, even if it was, let's say a Baptist church in like, I don't know, some part of the country where it it might be a predominantly African American community. And and that's, that's where they go. So what, what's the fucking takeaway other than it's a church
3: exactly unless it's one of those that has the snakes and all (laughs) i I really don't see how it's relevant and then we're focusing on the snakes not the (laughs) the people. yeah
2: if it's a jazz funeral in new orleans you go it's a jazz funeral not a bunch of black guys on french horns
3: right Right, it's
2: oh like look at look at there's a colored guy with a trombone that's what you think that's your takeaway
3: Right. And now Robin chimes in and is like, no, it's not. Right. She was here. It's just a church.
2: She was very quick to just go right on there. And if anybody knows of this place, let us know about it because I have no idea. I mean, I just I could research it, I suppose. But um, if it's a celeb church or if it's some kind of well healed church or really old, uh, if you guys know more about it than we do, please let us know in the comments because I have no. Uh, I didn't do any research. We I, I didn't. I didn't go into the Library of Congress to see where this. Uh, <laughs> you know, had had to be an issue. But anyway, here we go. Well, you went for a while when you yeah. got religion. Yeah. Oh that's okay. what the upper west. That's when Robin was going to
1: meet, like, religious
0: guys. I remember that phase.
1: That used to be considered the Upper West Side. (laughs) Yeah. Like, when Babe Ruth lived there, like, in the 20s. Yeah, Robin wanted to meet religious guys? Well, Robin got
0: religion for a few minutes, but, like, (laughs) why don't I remember that? Yeah, and I remember she'd go up to Riverside Church, and she was part of prayer. She was going to meet, like, a guy, you know. Yeah,
1: a nice guy I was looking for. (laughs) Well, fuck that. In Manhattan?
0: She was going, she went through a couple of phases, you know, where... A phase. uh, were you eating chocolate singles or something? Someone said,
1: I used to get their magazine yeah, and go to some of their functions. Chocolate singles, yeah, it's no worse
0: than J right. You're right, I agree. But, but chocolate singles is a J-date. funny <laughs> title <laughs>
2: I'm with Ernie. Oh,
3: oh, <laughs> I thought that he was kidding, and then Robin goes, Yeah, no, I got no, their magazine.
2: <laughs> And to, to 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 more to explain a little further, guys. The only mention of Robin makes of religion. We talked about a little bit when when Sam and I did part one of the uh, Robin uh, uh, Quivers a cunt, part one. And uh, she mentions in her book about having gone to church once, and then come to some realization, like maybe church, maybe God's the answer, and then coming to the realization, no, I don't want to be. Uh, you know I'm the boss not any Jesus or God fuck that I can't be beholden to some higher power because I'm the higher power that's essentially how it, it came off and there's no mention of any of this so this is news this is when you're hearing this it's, uh, it's not something that's uh, common knowledge that's for sure but it seems like it must be true because they're laughing about it here's the next
0: part guys so anyway uh, <laughs> good, luck, <laughs> good luck being an orphan <laughs> yes Keith you're on the air in Toronto, Canada yes Keith yeah good morning crew good, good morning good to hear you back live thank you brother <laughs> I, I think some people might be getting a little out of joint just because of what you said earlier about uh, you know you, you went to Bradley's deal whatever it was, Wake's funeral, you know because you were in the neighborhood and you thought it might be interesting. Those are that sounds like fucking dumb reasons to want to go to somebody' <laughs> No, I thought it, I thought it would be an interesting experience. I thought that uh, first of all I liked Ed. I don't I know Ed really super well. And you contradicted yourself. And I had you a weren't very- in the neighborhood. No, I wasn't. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh my lord i can't believe he said it well, Ooh, already yeah i'm glad he said it
2: well yeah somebody had to fucking say it i mean mm-hmm. honestly it when it, like the bullshit flies so fast even on this show i know we miss something like, like uh the mm-hmm. one of the recent episodes someone pointed out did you hear uh, uh howard explained how he needed to go to patricia field Because um, to get his hair done, because Ralph had experience doing cutting wigs, but not but not real hair. And he goes, I think that's not enough of a qualification wigs. And I I remember hearing it, but I didn't make anything of it in the recording. And I should have. I'm surprised I missed that.
3: Ooh, yeah. I'm stunned. Oh, my God. That's a good one.
2: Yeah. You'll have to re-listen to that one part. That's early on, too, because they were explaining why'd you go there?
3: Yeah, I listened to it. I didn't pick up on that either.
2: Don't remember the timestamp, oh but it's in there.
3: God. Probably the first Evil 15
2: part. minutes or so. So, yeah. Right. So here's a little more, guys. <laughs> <The> <laughs>
3: neighborhood is the
1: United
0: States. But I had to come back. <laughs> I had to come back. to come in back. the same country. I had to come oh, back. okay. We, we had a, a thing going on uh, that night. <laughs> so anyway. If G- if
1: Gary's father's wake was in the trunk of your limo, you wouldn't know why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So uh, anyway.
1: It couldn't have been more convenient.
0: But uh, I liked him. So I, I wanted to uh, see what was going on. I was curious about it. For yeah.
1: the record. You always, I could tell even off the air, you did really have a, you were
2: really I did. enjoying. Already, stop trying to save him. Stop it.
3: Why does he do that? He slams him. Yeah. And then he, it's like, he's like, oh, I better not. I better not. I went too far. And then he's I, like trying to make up for it.
2: I think, I think that's exactly it. He realizes already deep down inside. So this is 2006, five years on the show. He knows full well that you can only go so far with him and you have to. But he doesn't understand the NPD the way we now do, that any slight is going to be remembered forever anyway. So this this little band-aid that he's trying is not going to help him in the long run if Howard really gets pissed off about it. But he does think he doesn't know enough to know that he might have to soften the blow by doing this little walk back a little, just because. So
1: she
0: quite his company and I he was it. nice and, yeah. and, I really, and he
1: never liked Gary's father though. I didn't,
0: I, I found Gary's father to be quite uh, quite a pain in the ass actually. <laughs> oh, no, I like I liked, I like like Gary and father. I like Gary's father <laughs> Gary's and favorite. I was on my way there when Beth broke her foot but you, you, you can believe that or not, she was in a she, at least she carried on in a cast for six, yeah, seven, she was
1: that booty for a couple of yeah. months
0: <laughs> and one thing about Beth, she does not want to be seen in a booty. <laughs> you don't break your foot and get put, your. you know,
2: she said he said he, she broke her foot, you don't get Into a fucking booty when you break your foot. Sorry, guys.
3: Right. Right. If it's a legitimate break,
2: if it's a real break, you get a a cast going, what, up to your, at least up to your, your knee? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because you're not supposed to be using that. It's supposed to heal. So, uh she exactly. you look at look at the pictures. She's on there with that nacho dude, that that uh, that polo <laughs> player that everybody figures must have fucked her. Um, uh, she
3: wished. Um did she even have crutches? I don't remember. Um
2: I think yeah. One crutch, I believe. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And that must have been like a that must have been like a canoe going through a twig oh. because with the way her body was <laughs> then and now, Jesus. You gotta
1: practice the long term con.
0: Right. No, yeah, that was a long term con. Uh, that was, was another there. group of radicals i think he was there what a group of people though maybe at he, was. This, uh, he was the guy who used service. to block the bridges though oh
1: what a group of celebrities at this memorial service ed bradley bringing everybody together well, you sharpton bill cosby
0: let me finish that story and tell yeah. you what happened yeah. so i decide to go over there so i walk in and You know, it's all black uh, people running the whole thing Uh there. I thought it was a black church. I Uh don't know. I walk in black people always happy to see me. Blacks Uh love me. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. Again, he, he felt strongly enough about this
2: to bring it up twice.
3: Right. What? I'm a little bit, I guess, shocked. I guess that he mm-hmm. is bringing it up again. Mm-hmm. And what is the comment? Black people love me. They love to see me. What is that?
2: Again, okay, I think that's him trying to save him his own ass because he's too stupid to just blurt something out like that out. Yeah,
3: I guess. And, and so. I think
2: he, I think he, at the last minute, realized at the last second, mm-hmm. Jesus, I'm sounding like some kind of race racist asshole.
3: Yeah, because like you are. You had,
2: you don't have to say the n-word to be seen as a racist. That's my that's right. kind of my point. And um, for those people still wanting to defend them as you know, oh, it's all humor. There's no no one's laughing. Like this isn't
3: no it's it's not funny. And you know, if anything, you want to say anything about this church, it's a rich people's church. Yeah, I guess is so. what it is. It's mm-hmm. a, it's from the way they were talking about it. It's like a where the the what's it called in New York? The fancy West? What's it called? The fancy place? Okay.
2: What the, uh, the 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 west the, what, east, side, east, east, west side? east end. East side? East? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess east. It makes I makes don't know. the most Upper sense. East to side. I no Upper I east side. Yeah, I'm you saying. got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You got it.
3: Um I don't know if that's what he already referred to it as. Um, But the way they were talking about it before, it's like a really nice where all the rich people go.
2: Yeah. Hoity toity so, church.
3: Which I get it, you know, if all the celebrities or whatever are going there. But that maybe that's the thing I might comment on. For sure. You know? like you might
2: see why god I've never seen a church this big or this ornate or you know wow right. the, you know it was just maintained so beautifully and the the, <laughs> land, the landscaping was perfectly manicured and all that shit yeah yeah right now the first thing is loads of black people there
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay what?
2: okay and? all
3: right I mean, all right.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, here we go. <laughs> to God. Love me.
3: Well,
1: you're the one person who gets treated worse than a black person. Probably. I know. They feel for me. They, they feel see me,
0: sorry. They you. see me as like an outcast and they're outcasts. <laughs> you know what black play.
1: people love? They love people who are honest about pussy. That's yeah. why Clinton they love. I was going to say, you and Bill Clinton? Yeah, the first both. black president, Bill Clinton. <laughs> they love people who are honest about pussy because think about it, that is honest.
0: That's, Unlike you know, Michael Richards, I can go into a black church and people love me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know. I'm like Michael I stood Lewis. up and screamed the N-word and people were like thank you. Uh no, I don't
2: believe so, buddy.
3: Uh that whole interaction was awkward as hell.
2: Oh big time. Awkward. Yeah. i I even even I'm are you feeling the cringe on your skin?
3: Yes. Like my stomach is like <laughs> even Artie was like, oh, yeah. I don't like this. I wanna like even what he was saying, I mean, was making me want to get up and like leave.
2: Yeah, really. I mean, I and we're not. And uh-huh. anybody wants to argue, oh, you're woke, whatever. No, we've heard everything, guys. It isn't that. It really is more like, even then, in 2006, I would have been, and I was when I heard it the first time. I go, um, I'm, I'm like, there's no. I'm waiting for the joke. If someone's attempting to make a joke, or they're, you know, trying to shoehorn something in that they think is going to be funny. That's a save, I suppose. That's some type of save. It's at least an explanation. But right now, it's hard to write this off as just some kind of, you know, oh, he's Mort Saul. He's doing observational, you know, comedy. Whatever. Uh No, no.
3: He said something shitty. He said something. He he, like you said, realized he shouldn't have. And then everybody around him is trying to make it better. They should just shut up. Because yeah, they put,
2: made it worse. They're, they're trying to put the blanket on the fire, <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's on oh. the race fire. Absolutely. So, uh,
0: yes, brother. Yes, brother. Sake. you speak speaking social commentary. <laughs> so uh, I walk in and there's oh oh, you know, Mr. Stern. Blah blah blah. They give me a, a special prayer handkerchief. I didn't know about this. Oh, you're Ed Bradley's, blessed. Ed Bradley's name on it. Oh,
1: really. That's like our yarmulke. Is that or a prayer card? Prayer. I
0: That's I've
1: never heard
2: of this.
0: Beth, really? Beth says to me, "That's in case you want to cry, you know. That you give you a handkerchief." I go, "That ain't happening. Don't worry." Am <laughs> I
2: crying? Yeah, that's that's also true. There's no, there's not going to be a tear from his end.
3: No, he's crying because Oprah's in front of him. <laughs> he might cry <laughs> for that. But Finally, that you Bradley's, can give
0: this back. <laughs> yeah, no, I like I like that Bradley a lot, but I'm not crying here. I use it as a do rag when I take him down. Well, wow. <laughs> you, you tied it around your head. Yeah. So I walk in, and I see you're look, going to be taken to the VIP yeah, section. And this is yes? yeah, Well, I so I thought, and this is my fucking problem. I like I called Ruth Streeter and said to her oh, you know, I'm coming all the way in for this. I didn't want to say, you know, I expect a good seat, but right. I, I said, are there special seats or are there uh, tickets? She goes, no, 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 no. You'll come in through the back door. Everything will be fine. So I left it at that. Meaning, in other words, when I say that. Make sure I'm taking care of Make sure I'm not sitting in the back with the schlubs. Right. Uh, Ooh. yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Please. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, mean, I can hear the thought bubbling in your head.
3: First of all, why are you bothering this woman with your bullshit? Yeah. It, it's her husband, right? Or her partner? No, well
2: R- Ruth Ruth is the producer, like Ed Bradley's producer. So she's okay. she's the one coordinating the whole thing.
3: Okay, but they were close. This was her boss kind of or they worked yeah. together and yeah, they had totally. a long relationship. So she just mm-hmm. lost somebody. Very important in her life, and you are fucking bothering this woman with your mm-hmm. goddamn nonsense. Oh yeah. Second, I'm driving in for this.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm coming all the way in for this.
3: Right. So he wa again was not in the neighborhood like no. he tried to say originally.
2: Right, of course.
3: Is is there a ticket so I can sit up front?
2: Yeah. Oh, I need the VIP ticket. I need those oh. Knicks tickets for this fucking thing. And the yes. other thing is, it's worse when he says blasé, and says I was in the neighborhood, which means it was nearby. So what the fuck? Let me just go in. I mean, there's he was you're so blasé about it, it clearly means you don't give a fuck about the person that's that, that's being memorialized.
3: Yeah. So in both scenarios, he's the fucking asshole and mm-hmm. he doesn't get it when he's no. lying in the beginning. <laughs> Well, yeah. to say that it wasn't that big of a deal. You're a fucking mm-hmm. asshole. Absolutely. Now the truth comes out and really you were pulling it. You were pulling the big guns to get up yeah. in there with all the big celebrities, Oprah, Bill Cosby. You wanted to be right in the middle of it. Oh yeah.
2: Well, okay, another question. You've been through a lot of f- f- memorial wakes, funerals, etc. Ever had to fly into one?
3: Um uh... Yes.
2: See, that yes. in itself, <laughs> even if it yes, wasn't right. that far, even if you had to get on a fucking plane, is a mm-hmm. major, major deal to yeah. get somewhere. And it, you don't think about when you're doing it, you don't think, oh, God, I got to get fucking plane and I got to, you know, uh-huh. uh, gotta, my suit's going to get wrinkled and I got to, mm-hmm. you know, when you're thinking you're put out. That's when you should just say, I'm not going. I, I don't I don't deserve to be going. I shouldn't be going. Mm-hmm. I'm an asshole. But that doesn't exist right. in his mind.
3: No, because a normal person to, you know, in that scenario, all they're thinking about is I just got to get there. Absolutely.
2: Did you ever and, read the, did you ever read the, um, the Chris Farley book, uh, the Chris Farley show? No, and I didn't. There was, there's a, a section of it where, cause it was held in Chicago and where Chris was, I think he was from Illinois, but, um, um, I don't remember the town he grew up in, but either way, John Goodman was, uh, battling crowd. He had like two suitcases and one on either hand. And he was running to get there in time. And the one guy's saying, like that motherfucker, you know, come hell or high water, he was going to make it to that funeral because he loved Chris so much. And I go, like that's, you know, that's what you expect from people going to these things. I'm not trying to sound like I I don't hate to keep trying to defend myself, guys, but I know what these things are about, and you all should know it too. And. I'm not pretending I would give a fuck about Ed Bradley's death. There's there's loads of people. Anne Hess just passed away, and my wife's like, "Oh, it's sad." You read about her life; it was sad. It really was horrendous. It was. But I'm yeah. not going to lie and say it affected me either way because right. I, I I great actress. It's uh, sad mm-hmm. for her family and stuff, or whoever's left in that fucking Michigan that that dysfunctional family of hers, which is a horrific story. But it didn't mm-hmm. mean anything to me.
3: Sorry. Right. Right. You know. I agree. Personally. And so I feel like that's re- honestly how Howard felt about Ed. It didn't affect him. He didn't yes. really care about Ed. No, fuck me. No. It just all turns back around about opportunity mm-hmm. opportunity to kiss yep. ass and feel important. Hot I knob. got a special handkerchief. Yes, yeah, so did everybody else that came there. Absolutely. Like they handed the other- it out to everyone.
2: Right. And do you do you really think to yourself when you're at a funeral, man, I'm only third row? Or if you're at a wedding?
3: No, if anything, if I am not immediate family, I purposely try to go further back to give the front uh, few rows to their immediate family and friends. Absolutely. If I'm not.
2: Fuck yeah, I stand most of the time, actually. I, like in the mm-hmm. back, just kind of make myself uh, as... As part of the scenery as possible, actually. I don't want to be... It's not about me. That's the whole point.
3: Exactly. Exactly.
2: Anyway, Mm -hmm. here we go with King Babies. More more King Baby
0: bullshit, guys.
3: I don't want to be with the riffraff. Uh, yeah, and you know what? <laughs> You're a very important Honestly,
1: prayer.
0: Well, you know what? Okay, <laughs> this is going to sound horrible. I'm a
1: dignitary. And
0: don't send me emails about this, because I know I'm fucked up. You all know, right, Gary's so father's
1: anyway. thing did not have a VIP section. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so anyway, I walk in this church. It's with, like being through <laughs> The church is massive. And mind you, I got dressed up. I wore a jacket. And I saw so you in the I paper. Was gonna wear, I was going to wear a sweater. Beth says to me, that's not respectful. Wear a shirt, blah, 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 blah. And she gets all decked out because... We heard um, Bill Clinton was going to speak. It's an event. <laughs>
2: See? He's still throwing his fucking beard under the bus for being a social climbing right. asshole.
3: She got all decked out because she heard Bill Clinton was going to be there.
2: So she made sure there was a zipper right up her asshole, just in case she had got <laughs> along with the, with the, you know, ex-prez. Uh-huh. Hi, I'm, I'm Bill. <laughs> Hi, I'm Beth. <laughs> Let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, i sure. Or Beth that
0: said that. Well, that's, that's exactly <laughs> it, yeah. We heard, uh, you know, when Marsalis was going to play, uh, Bill Cosby was going to speak. Um, you know. So
1: you had heard a bit about the rundown.
0: Oh, oh yes. On the QT, I'd heard about the rundown. Mm-hmm. So I said, mm, this should be really interesting. So I show up, and there's a midpoint at the church where you get stopped by, uh, like, a security type. Right, like, like, like an so, usher It's an something? old black guy, an usher. And I see everyone walking through who's walking through, uh, you know, uh, you know, Diane Sawyer, Walter Cronkite. They all. This is the other thing. If I'm Ruth Streeter, I would actually go out in the
2: press and say the I'd like to shout a special fuck you to Howard Stern, who decided to give a rundown of the service as if he gave a flying fuck and single him out for a special, you know, special little middle finger in the press. I would totally do that. Yeah, in this situation yeah. yeah yeah and the guys if you want to know any more, i mean i've got clips of him asking um brad garrett about peter boyle's funeral and how was it in what is it fun you know like what was it like was it star and katie seagal when john ritter passed away like did she go how did she feel at that funeral and what the fuck and it's it's we should probably do a funeral series because he's done so much of this asshole
3: yeah that's not like a, a four weddings and a funeral segment yeah. and do the weddings and versus the funerals um he is treating this like it is a new year's eve party
2: yes absolutely
3: it's so gross or
2: a P. So Diddy white gross. party <laughs>
3: He is. I mean, he was
2: gonna wear a sweater to the fucking funeral. Okay, like what? A Cosby sweater? Come on, like I look. It lights up. There's reindeer on it. (laughs) They walk right
0: by the black man. Right by the black man. I'm walking. Guy goes, uh, you, you, ho, ho. Go, oh, like Was it so Crystal? Didn't know, he didn't know who I was. I knew that you could. And he goes, he goes, uh, okay. I go, uh, um, he goes, sit back right Do over here, but <laughs> so, so I go, he mumbles something. I said to Beth, so if they point us to these seats, I'm all the way in the back, mm. and I'm sitting next to old black church ladies. And oh, this is a huge man. church. Huge church. Now I'm si- and I'm sitting with all black people. Right. All the white people. OK, I,
2: I I keep thinking that this is going to get like this is going to taper off a little bit and get to, you know, some substance. But no, we're just really getting treated to more of his his thoughts on his his racist thoughts.
3: Oh, my God. And it's oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I'm just blown away right now and really don't have any words, which is well, terrible for a podcast. But Well,
2: it, well, no. But, I mean, when uh, we accept silence, guys, I mean, it does happen sometimes. I've done it. I, I, I was speechless when we were doing Tula, the transsexual episode, and I, <laughs> I kind of verbalized it that way. But so it's it's not just that they're black, but they're black, they're ladies, he hates women, and they're not famous. And he's in the back. Like, he's in the back of the bus. He's Rosa Parks.
3: Oh my God! I just don't remember. Didn't <laughs> you can't remember see being... face. <laughs>
2: oh God! If you could, you'd pay for it. I'd pay for a look at it. God
0: Almighty!
3: Yeah.
0: I'll just play a little more. Here we go. People are up front <laughs> and famous people. I'm in the back. I'm, when I say back, I'm maybe four rows from the very back of the church. Now this place is massive. Yeah, it's huge. So the VIP section is either all white people and famous, and famous black, black people, people. <laughs> and the black the blacks who are in the in the family, right? And the Bradley family. I'm surrounded by regular black people. Now, when I say regular black people, I'm talking about church going ladies, right? Because these two church going ladies. You sit right here, uh-huh. wow. and I and I move it now. I'm in the center a guy sitting in front of me swear to god how to be homeless right <laughs> he's, he's got big dreadlocks and he's wearing a ski jacket don't no give a he's shit about him wearing, he's jacket. not even fucking wearing like a where is he skiing and, and 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 beth says to me you you think that's a homeless guy i go he <laughs> said so we're surrounded by blacks don't say nothing don't say anything because you could be insulting this guy and i'm gonna have to right, fight him he
1: might have he might start spitting again he could also something. be
0: a musician you know because right. he could like, be an artist he could be an artist I doubt it. Well, now (laughs) I'm sitting there, and I said to Beth, you know what? I'm not going to be shallow here. I said, and I don't— This I'll save it for the air.
2: (laughs) 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 So now, here's the question. So is he—like, is he also, like, explaining that Beth feels the exact same way? I mean, because he'd easily throw her under the bus when it's just him that feels, oh, my God, there's only black people here. Do
3: you—okay. Oh, God, let me— I got to collect myself. Like
2: I I guess she, you'd have to rehear that, but go ahead.
3: Fuck. I think she too was yeah. there because uh-huh. she wanted to hobnob and oh, kiss yeah. ass and feel important and, you know, famous. Uh-huh. So when she too got shoved to the back, <laughs> um, <laughs> All I can hear is that outcast song. Um <laughs> Rose of <Arc>. uh, <laughs> in the back of my head. God almighty. Christ. Um, so she too is mortified on a personal level that she was not treated like royalty and up front mm-hmm. with everybody else. So yeah, I think the <laughs> two of them are flipping out at this point. I Mary, really do.
2: Getting with this goblin didn't get me any further than if I was a caterer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, this is okay. So Here's the thing. I've got to work on photoshops for this now thinking about it. But either way, so he's already admitted. And I guess we should not give him a pass, but give him credit for admitting he knows this sounds like shit, but he doesn't care. But I don't think it saves him.
3: God, no, it doesn't save him. (laughs) Like honesty is not
2: necessarily a defense.
3: No, he's so fucking disturbed by it. He can't help himself. Yes, like he cannot go without speaking about it because he's so upset and mortified. <laughs> I mean, fuck! Oh my shit!
2: Okay, should we <laughs> should we stop it here?
3: <laughs> yeah, we should.
2: Because <laughs> it might you might set you
0: right off. Johnny was going to call in with a... Uh,
2: Later, man. Good, Thanks
1: for calling.
0: All right, Eric. Announcement take today, care, buddy. He sprained his ankle. Yeah, we'll see you. Oh, hey, Eric, Eric I got to run a little. Take after. care, buddy. All right, thanks, Eric. Oh, wait,
1: wait, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Anyone looking to go to no. any concerts this summer? No. Check out. Get pre- <laughs> no, no one wants to go. Calm. We'll see you, buddy. Let's Bye.
0: Hank, you're on the air. Hey, now, Howard. <laughs> Howard. Howard.